recording here. And B'Siyat Rishmaya, we are going to begin. So thank you so much to all of you for joining. Obviously, it's been a very exciting week. My wife and I welcomed a new neshama into our family, Ora Miriam, which was so incredible, obviously, and our gratitude is overwhelming. And Be'ezer um, Hashem, I bless us all that we should be zochet tesmachot and to share B'Suris Taiva's good news, only good news, Be'ezer Hashem. And I also have other developments that are happening around my own um, positions in terms of sharing Torah. Different things are happening both with LPI and in other areas that I cannot wait to share with you, Be'ezer Hashem, as they develop. So a lot of things are in motion. A lot of wonderful things are happening. And um, the teachings of the tzaddikim are spreading in the world in a most wonderful, wonderful way. So thank you all for being a part of it. And I hope that you all had a wonderful start to your Elul. And Be'ezer Hashem, with Rabbi Nachman's direction and in accordance with the Eitzos of all the tzaddikim, may we merit Be'ezer Hashem to actualize this time in the most incredible, wonderful way. So before we begin, sorry about that. Before we begin, I just want to read out a sponsorship for this particular shir is sponsored by the Uman Center. If you are thinking of traveling to Rabbi Nachman's cave or for Rosh Hashanah anytime during the year, the Uman Center is your one-stop shop. You give this year a call and travel tickets, hotel stays, meals, tefillahs, places, everything they take care of for you in a very, very wonderful way. Okay, so Bezer Hashem um, if you would like to reach out to the Uman Center to plan your trip to Uman, whether it's for Rosh Hashanah, any other time during the year, you can send an email to theumancenter at gmail.com. T-H-E-U-M-A-N-C-E-N-T-E-R at gmail.com. And uh, they're, they're wonderful to work with. So we thank them for their sponsorship for this year. And without further ado, let's jump into the continuation of our series in Rabbi Nachman's Sikha Saran. So I'm just going to share my screen here. We have a lot of incredible, incredible Torahs to learn together. What a privilege. Alrighty. Okay. Says the Heilig Rebbe's Chusa Yagan Aleinu. It says Sikha is around 27, but it should be 28, I believe. Okay, so I apologize about that. It should be 28. Give me one second. Sorry. Just going to cancel out these things. Okay. Sorry about that. Okay, here we go. So Rabbi Nachman says like this, It is fitting for a person in this world to travel through and to pass through and to experience all of the Svarim HaKadoshim. And to learn them all. So that you will have been in all of the various places and all the different areas of this incredible Medina, this incredible multifaceted country with different topographies and mountains and valleys and beaches and jungles, all in, under one roof of the, of the Torah HaKadosha. We were Zochet Heben in Maui, actually, my wife and I, in Hawaii for our honeymoon. It was phenomenal, phenomenal. Neflois Habayri, that place is paradise, Mamish paradise. So each area on the island is a totally separate topography. Within one day, you can go Mamish from a beach like you'd have in California 
into like a jungle, like a, like a rainforest within a span of two hours. It's phenomenal. It's mamish incredible. And that's how the Torah is. Intellectually, emotionally, the Torah has different areas and you can travel through them. You can experience halacha and agada, bikiyas, iyun, stories and laws. And Rabbi Nachman says that a person should travel through all of them. That's the goal, is that a person should travel through all of these various places. For some reason, my video keeps on getting blurred out. Okay, there you go. Okay. And for me personally, this was one of the teachings in Breslov, and one of the concepts in Breslov that drew me very, very dearly, and very powerfully. Some of the first Breslov texts that I was exposed to were the teachings of Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter Shlita. It's one of the leading lights of the Breslover community. Even physically, he's a wonder. The man is in his early 90s. He looks like he's a 40-year-old, 50-year-old. Black pay is still vibrant, life, he is like a young man because it's, it's that youthful energy that he managed to maintain because he lives youthfully. So his age is no matter. He should live and be well till 120 and beyond. But in Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter's Svarim, which are essentially Breslover Svarim, he's quoting from everyone. And in one page, you'll see the Mizritra Magid and the Baal Tanya and Rabbi Nachman and the Quran of Chaim Velazhener and the Chassam Seifer and uh, the Peliyayitz, all in one, in the span of a few pages. And that was something that spoke to me very powerfully because I don't know about you, but I don't want that my experience of Yiddishkeit should be like a color war. No, this one, no, no, this one. It should be everything. Mamash to draw from everything, to make the most beautiful kaleidoscope of all the different tzaddikim, and to realize that everybody, who was teaching Torah, certainly, but every Jew has something to share. And that we have to make some sort of conglomeration of all the different teachings, much like a mosaic is composed of all the different colored squares to produce the most beautiful image. And that was something that was very powerful to me. Here's a breast liver. He has his headquarters, but he doesn't have this complex that prevents him from learning other things. Adarab of Adarab. You see here in Rabbi Nachman himself. The Shorish, let's read that line again. It is fitting for a person that a person should pass through and travel in this world through all the different holy works, no matter who wrote them and no matter where they're from and what topics they cover. To learn them all so that we will have been in all places. And he brings the most beautiful mashal. You find that the big princes, those that were phenomenally wealthy, they traveled to different places. We went bankrupt after Maui. But these chevra have money enough that they're able to travel to the whole world and they go all to different places. And they're spending a phenomenal amount of money to be able to travel. Now, why do they go? What's the Iker Inyan? Rabbi Nachman always looked at the Tachlis. Rabbi Nachman didn't just look on the surface, okay, why are they going to Maui to enjoy the weather? Rabbi Nachman understood they went to Maui so that they could come back and tell everyone that they went to Maui. Right? So that's why these Chevra are spending all the money so they can come back and they can talk about, and we were in this place and we were in that place and what we saw here and who we met there and what this culture is like. So that they can say, so that they should go ahead and be able to take pride and say, I was in Warsaw and all these different places. Rabbi Nachman says it's the same exact thing. 
You should take a journey. You should take a, an incredible vacation. As we're going to see from the Peleoi, it's an amazing lush, and I, I put it in bold. We'll see in a minute. What a line. We'll see from the Peleoi. You should take a vacation in your Liman HaTorah. A person should have experienced all the different facets and aspects and areas of the Torah so that when we come to Olam Haba, we should be able to reminisce about what we experienced. And we tasted a little bit Lekut Amran, and we tasted a little bit uh, from the Vilna Gain on Mishle, and we tasted a little bit Halacha, and we tasted Gemara, and we have a robust diet of our experience in the Torah, realizing, as Reb is going to tell us, we'll see from Lukudah Lachas, Be'ezer Hashem, as Reb will tell us, there's a soul of the Torah, that all of the different facets of Limana Torah and all the works are trying merely to express one truth. And so no matter what facet and what element, it's all the on Hashem, it's all the presence of God that we're trying and striving valiantly to bring into our hearts and minds. We were in all these places like we already learned in Olam Ha. I have to remind you in Olam Hazeh. But in Olam Haba, certainly, like we learned, they'll remind us whatever we learned. And so let's see to it that we don't just spend our time all the time in one place. We could travel. All of us know that COVID's on the rise again. HaKadosh Baruch Hu could bring about a salvation that the same way it quickly came, it can leave, mamish, and we have to daven for that because of Uman and Bechlal in the world. We shouldn't go back to the matzah that we were in before. But in worst case scenario, that again there's lockdowns and again people can't travel and again it's not pushed, even now it's not simple to travel. You can take a vacation in your Liman HaTorah. And the premise of this is the realization that Limana Torah has a far broader definition than classically defined in the yeshivas. Limana Torah is so broad, it's so vast. And sometimes we feel as if when the yeshivas talk about Torah, 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 they're not really speaking about Torah. They're speaking about three blot in Baba Metziah or Baba Basra. What are they speaking about? A, a, a Rashi by Yeshev? That's also what they're speaking about? They're okay with somebody? Sitting and spending time really learning Agadah, is that what they're talking about? Usually not, right? It's an implication. We have to realize Limana Torah is so vast. The Torah is so broad. And every person's going to connect in their own way. We already learned in the previous Sikhs. I think it was from the, uh, the Joshua Haran. Right? I think with the Drashas Haran, how we learned that every person has their own chilek and that we can't listen to other people who are trying to cajole us to learn something specific when we feel drawn to another Indian. Like I mentioned then, we have to allow ourselves access to all of the different areas in Torah so that we can then know what we feel drawn to. It's a person only studies Torah in the area that his or her heart is drawn toward, but we have to know what the, what the options are. But the Torah is so broad. And when we understand that, then sometimes if we're not feeling it in a certain area, and Yeshiva Bachram speak about burnout, right? Or sometimes we just don't feel like we're connecting. We know that the other option is not only, okay, turn it off until I'm feeling inspired again. No, there are other options. Okay, so you're finding it difficult, you know, to learn this specific daf. There's another daf, and there's Agada, and there's Sipuri Tzadikim. 
and the Sipurim Isis, and there's the, the Mishalom of the, of the Dubna Magid, and there's Chasidus, and there's Musr, and there's Ali Shur, and there's so much else to learn that's valid Limana Torah, like the Nefesh Chaim himself says in Shar Dalid, Chas Vishalom for a person to suggest that one area of Torah is holier than another area. It's mamish, like we said, it's Shaveh, Shaveh, Shaveh. HaGadosh Baruch Hu is being expressed through all of these facets. Based on that premise, the Peleyoid says the most incredible thing in Halicha. It's mamish like a strong teaching. He says, He says, A Talmud Chacham, a person that's devoted to learning. And in the aspect of Talmud Chacham that each of us have in terms of the time that we set aside for learning, whether it's Shiurim, whether it's learning from books, whether it's learning from Sfarim, each and every person can see what our, what our ability is, but every person, man and woman, needs to be learning. Today, it's not a question. Every person needs to be learning. I personally believe that women's studies are specifically in, in the areas of Hasidus and Pnimis Torah. That's my own feeling, that that's the Chelek for, for, for women. That's the Indian of Torah Simecha. But Akapanam, whatever it is, every every person, whether you're learning in a yeshiva or whether you're a, a you know a homemaker and you take some time off and you're learning, every person, in the aspect of Tamar Chacham that we have lo yishma we should not listen to the voices of those who are whispering ha'imrim to say shekain darkum shel tamid chachamim gedoli yisrael. Look around, look at all the pictures. Gedoli Yisrael, tzaddikim of previous generations, kepam bepam, keriyaz chutzais. They traveled. And they went around and they visited different places and they went on vacation and they took time off. Kegoyim yoyim shishi, every Friday they took off. Abedel Matzah Shabbos, they would travel around. Abedezi yoyim, yimi akayitz, letayel, in the summer they took vacation. Ha'anoshim ha'ele. And you have to know again for yourself in a balanced way. Is this the voice of the Yitzhak Tov telling me I need some R&R, which is okay. We have to know. But says the Palio, it's Bederach Klal. The voice of these people is Mamish Shluche di Yitzhahara. It's a messenger of the Yitzhahara. Hey, Giri Delay, and they're his troops. And the answer should be very strong. Also, a, a very healthy approach. Leave them. Leave them alone, the Gedoyle Yisrael. Shehem Yadu Asasharasu, they understood what they were doing, and they were able to be Mechaman Lishma. You know what I know? I don't know about big side, this travels, different places. I know something very simple. I know the Pasik in Yeshua. La Yamush Sefer Hatara Mipicha. Let the Sefer Torah and let the words of the Torah in all of its multifarious manifestations not Leave your mouth. Uksiv ruki. I will not let go of the Torah until I have no life left in my body. What does this mean? Literally, ruki means to swallow saliva. Chazal say that even the time that it takes to swallow one saliva when a person's learning Torah, whatever this means, again, Sha'alim din You're gonna have to give a din on that. It's not simple. It's not simple. The Jew has a tremendous mission in this world. And Limana Torah is a central element of that. It's very important. And it's more of a privilege than a responsibility. It's a total privilege. And so all these Mamar Chazal are not supposed to make us feel guilty, but they're supposed to impress upon us the importance of what Limana Torah is. 
So he says, In Ella, we could talk this way a little bit. A person has to realize and reflect. How much time am I wasting? Do I need that time off? And the essential question is, who am I living for? Is it for me or is it for Hashem? And if it's for Hashem, we have to make a cheshmin. Does this fit in? Does this fit into my tachlis hachayim? To the straight and narrow upon which I strive to live my life? Okay, there's yetaharas, there's a moment here, there's a slip up there. But to go lechatchila and spend time stam, we have to, we have to make a cheshmin. It's very important. That having been said, I want to stress again that especially today, and, and maybe even especially Yeshiva Bachrim, there's a healthy Indian of having time off to be able to spend time with friends. In Breslov, it's very strong. Of course, it didn't mean sitting around and schmoozing stam, it meant talking about uplifting things and it meant speaking about Yiddishkeit and about Hashem and being open and honest and vulnerable and sincere and so on and so forth. But today, if Chever go, you know, Ben Astarim and they're playing basketball, okay, if they need that. But every person needs to make a cheshman. It's not so posh. You have to make a cheshman. And here the Paleoites reminds us what Ibn Achman says over here and it's so beautiful. He says, Aside from this, that we have a responsibility and we're going to have to answer, whatever that means, in whatever way. You have no better tiyul, you have no better vacation, trip, day off, day out, than spending time in the base medrash. Because it's a vineyard. And externally, somebody looks at a person who's sitting and learning for six hours in a row and says, oh my goodness, this person is literally just sitting in one chair, not moving. And this person could use some vacation maybe or to get out a little bit, see the world. And when they don't understand that they're looking with chitzonyistika eyes to see physically a body in a chair in one location, but spiritually... This person not only traveled the world, traveled worlds, traveled universes. And the person who's really plugged into Limanat Torah in such a way needs no vacation. There's an expression from the Chsam Seifer, in Drush's Chsam Seifer, I believe it's in Parshas, his Drush on Parshas Zachar. I couldn't find it exactly inside, I don't have it at home. I saw it in Shul, but there's a line from Chsam Seifer where he says, Hayegia hi hamanucha ha'amiti. Chassam Seifer says it's the toil, that's the, that's the real vacation. To a person who loves what they do, they call it a labor of love. If you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. You ever heard that expression? That's how Tamir Chachamim feel. And the Chavar that aren't plugged in, they're like, take a break, take vacation. They're like, vacation? What do I need a vacation for? I spend the whole year in vacation. This is my vacation. I journey, I'm a tayel. I explore all kinds of wondrous topography, spiritually, emotionally, intellectually. There's nothing more exhilarating when a person finds that area in Torah. That he doesn't need to be told, you know, sit and learn for this hour. He doesn't need to be given different kinds of incentives. The learning is the incentive in and of itself. Schar mitzvah is mitzvah. It's a whole different way of experiencing Limanat Torah. The main thing is, in Adam Lomade, we're not going to be able to experience Limanat Torah in this way. That's very important. But when we discover our happy place in Torah, and when we give ourselves the permission to go ahead and devote our time to that area of Torah that we perceive to be speaking to us in the most deep way, says the Peleo, it's in Chatil Toiv Mi Beis you won't find a more wonderful vacation than the base Madrash. 
which is a paradise and will ultimately be the cause for their vacation, whatever Ganeiden means, in the other world, to be able to explore all those wonderful places. So that's a very, very powerful line for the Paleoids. And it's sometimes, you know, people can't understand another person or another chilek of chever that are living in a little bit of a different way. And they have kindness on them. And they ask them, how could you be living this way? I don't understand. But they need to have the humility to maybe try to envision this, that for the other person, that experience that they're looking at, judging, uh, defining, is something completely else, something completely different. And so this guy wants his friend to take it easy, and he doesn't understand that his friend is literally taking it easy. This isn't to say, again, that every single person who's learning 12 hours straight is doing necessarily the healthy thing, the right thing, and so on and so forth. We've heard plenty of stories of people who went out there kalim because they should have taken the break that was necessary. It needs a lot of Yishav Adas. But to the person, and each of us know for ourselves what we need in a time of hispodidus, in a time of hispodidus, of really, really introspecting and being very clear and not fooling ourselves in any way, not lakan or lakan. But to the person who's plugged into Torah in this way, who has a simchas Torah, in l'chatil taif. Says Ramnasen al-Kute Eitzis, based on this piece, you'll see it's a similar wording, but he expounds a little bit further. And the Helig Azizah Reb Nassim says, Chusia Gunaleinu, where would we be without Reb Nassim? Reb Nassim, ah, Reb Nassim. Mamash was moiser nefesh for you and me. Clear MS, das yashar, no complexity, straight, straight. Just said, said what needs to be said. Straight. So he says like this, It is fitting for a person, again, this is what Rabbi Nachman himself said, for a person to experience all the different areas of Limanat Torah. And here he's mefarit, he goes into specifics. That a person should learn all of the various svarim of the Torah. Tanach, Torah Nevi Maksuvim, Shaz, V'chalap hoiskim rishoynam achroinim. Everything. A person should learn everything. Can we learn all of everything? Rabbi Nassim and the Breslovers would have you believe so. Those that stick to Rabbi Nachman's Torah regimen, as we're going to learn in Sicha Ein Vav, famous Sicha, very long Sicha, where Rabbi Nachman lays out his Derech Halimud, Rabbi Nachman wants a person to finish Kol HaTarakula in one year. Every single year, and there are many, many hundreds, if not thousands of wrestlers that do this. How much depth they're learning it, we're going to have to see in Ayin Vav, how Rabbi Nachman is Magdir, and what the justification is you know, for learning that amount of quantity. Obviously, it's not going to be the same qualitatively, but we'll speak about that when we get there. And a person, again, has to know, is, is this for me? Every person has their own Indian. But at least, and I mentioned this in the past, and this is my own attempt at Derech Halimud is at least to make sure that if I'm not learning everything, 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 to have a Seder in every area of Torah daily. One page of each. One page of Torah, one page of Nevi'im, one page of Ksuvim. And I say one page, it could be one parak, it could be whatever, whatever we feel comfortable with in terms of the time that we have, but to try Al-Kalpanim, even if it's one line, and we'll be able to see, first of all, 
the siyata deshmaya, or the Vilna Gaon called a kiss from Hashem. When you see different disparate areas of your limud connecting in the most wondrous ways, and it just it's clear to you there's a God in the world. I don't need to prove it to you. I've experienced it, literally. It makes no sense. You see, I'm, I'm learning something that has nothing to do with the other thing, and all of a sudden, worlds connect. I mean, this has happened countless, countless times. And each time I look up and I say, thank you, Hashem, I'm on the right path, right? It's clear to me that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with me. But if you take like this, one area, whatever Sefer speaks to you, but make sure that it's in different areas of Torah. If it's in Yaakov, Agada, page of Mishnah Kitzur Shulchan Aruch, something in Gemara, whether it's a Daf, whether it's an Amud, whether it's a few lines. Again, each person in accordance with what they can and the tools that we've been given on whatever level. It's a Tiyul. You go from safer to safer to safer to safer. On a day when I have the time, bless me and I'll bless you that we should have all the time in the world that we need to learn. But I sit with 20 svarim stacked up and I'm doing one page from each. And when I finish, I, I feel like I just went on the biggest vacation. Someone asked me, you know, what are you doing Ben Azmanim? I don't really have a Ben Azmanim. I don't really have Azman. My whole, my whole life is Ben Azmanim. I don't, I, don't, I don't feel that I need a vacation. Okay, I have to spend time with family. Obviously, each person in their own way. But in terms of Limud, I mean, that's my vacation. I love it. I love learning. And all of us love learning essentially when we connect to those areas of Limud that are speaking to us. And I bless us all to be able to find that. When we do, there's no, there's no bigger Gan Eden in the world. This is what the Tzadikim talked about when they said Schar mitzvah is the mitzvah itself. Don't need Schar. Forget about Schar. There's nothing more pleasurable. There's nothing more pleasurable. So all of these different areas of Torah, Tanakh, Shas, Poiskim, Rishonim, Achreinim, Sifra Zayar, all the Midrashim, Kisvei Arizal, Shara Svarim HaKadoshim, Kedeshi Yuchel Ispar Like Rabbi Nachman told us that when we come to Olam Haba, like that prince traveled around the world, we should be able to tell everyone, ah, look what I experienced. Look what I was Zohet to. Look what I was Zohet to. Shahoyi B'chol M'koyimah Ha Torah HaKadoshim. This is very important, of course, the breast liver follow-up. Anytime you see something that's going to cause us to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing enough. So Rabbi Nassim says, slow down. Don't become bewildered by this. How can I finish everything? How can I do everything? says Rabbi slow down, go slow. You don't have to finish them in one day. Okay, one year you do. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> in one day, you don't have to finish them. But if you're going to be consistent, and we've spoken about this already, if you're going to be consistent in your limud, if you're going to make it so that you have time every single day, no matter what's going on, whether it's early in the morning, whether it's late at night, you can find the time. Rabbi Nachman says, Kavata itim la Torah kovea is a lushan. It means to establish, but it could also mean to stay. Steal. There's some Pasuk somewhere. Rabbi Nachman says, steal time for Torah. Kavata item la Torah. Did you steal a minute here, a minute there? You find that people who love Torah, they carry a little safer with them. And at a chuppah, or stand, they're not wasting time on their phone, flipping through the news for the thousandth time as if something unbelievable must have happened since the last 30 seconds that they swipe down and refresh the page. They put that away. They take out a little safer, whatever it is, and they're learning. And it's not about how much I can finish, how much I can do. They're learning because they love learning. And you see Chavra at a bus stop and you see people walking on the, here in Eretz Yisrael, you might see people walking on the streets. They're in love with the Torah. They're in love with it. And we can be in love with it. It starts with a commitment. Tamu u'r u'kitoi v'ashem. It starts, but you have to taste it first. 
And then Uru'u. Daily, consistent Limon HaTorah. A person that's Choshka Torah, that loves learning. And makes that consistent time. Yachal says Rabbi Nassan, a promise, because this is the way that he lived. With the passage of days, you can finish everything that we've mentioned and more. Not just once, a number of times. We've seen this as Rabbi Nassim ourselves. Many, many masters of Torah, they did it. And they weren't necessarily smarter than you and me. That's the beauty of Torah is that there are levels and levels and levels upon which it can be learned. And no person should feel because of societal pressure, either in the context of a yeshiva or societally, that we have to be learning on this level, in this amount, at this. There's no such thing. Yiddishkeit is individualistic. A Kaddish Baruch wants the heart and no two hearts are the same. But on whatever level we can, we can succeed in our limit of Torah in as much as we are each able to push ourselves. Shalom du'akol, they learned everything. So don't say it can't be done. It's been tried and it's been proven. And it wasn't necessarily the smarts. It was the consistency. It was the commitment. It was the igia. It was the toil. It was the effort. Kemat Baal Peh. These people knew everything that we spoke about almost Baal Peh. What was it because of? Not because of their big brains. Not because they had more time necessarily. Although once you start in this path, you find you have more time than you thought. Especially as the years go on. It was because they were devoted. They had alacrity. They loved it. And when you love something, like I mentioned in a previous year, I think a year and a half ago, I gave a shir about the connection between Zrizos and Ava. The more you love something, the more your zar is. You don't have to be pushed or cajoled or, or, or compelled or, or bribed. There's nothing sweeter. The Chol Bar Orion, so he says, anybody who's going to commit themselves to Torah, the main thing is in Yurtza, do you want it? If you want it, you can have it. The Torah is Chinam, it's free. The Torah is Machkimas Pesi. You don't think you have the brains for it? Put in what you can, you'll see a development. Will you be uh, synonymous with Rechaim Kanievsky? Maybe not. But on your level, you'll see wonders. The Afal Pekin. And you'll also have time to also daven for a spoidus as well. Don't worry. You'll have time for it all. There is time in the day for everything. And we're talking about a person who is described as being a master of time. I think that there's a sicha somewhere that Rabnasin sounds interesting, but I saw it inside, I believe. That Ramnasan used to wear two watches, one on each hand, so he could very easily see the time no matter which direction he looked. That's how every minute by Ramnasan was exact. It's said about Ramnasan that when the Chevra had gone to the mikvah, they were still getting undressed, ready for the mikvah. He was already out with his pay, his dripping wet. He was ready to, you know, to, to everything was Zrizos, Zrizos. And I believe Rav Nachman Tulchiner explains and expresses in the beginning of which Sefer, I think he may or not, I think he gives. An introduction there to Reb biography, which is called Yemei Maranat, Reb own journal. And he describes what a day in the life of Reb looked like. And he said that anybody who saw Reb learn thought, this man does nothing else but learn. And anybody who saw Reb Nassim said this man does nothing else but daven. And anybody who saw Reb speak with people, to give chizik to people in Abad Hashem said that he must spend his whole day doing this. 
because he was fully committed 100% in everything that he did. And like it says about the Beis HaMikdash, when you're standing up, and which means on a certain level, which means when we are living for ourselves, for our own established identity, then things are very limited. And I have this amount of time of the day and I can only do this amount. But when we're living life in an Indian of of subjugation to the Ratz and Hashem, then we find that we have, we have a lot of time, a lot of space. Just like the Beis HaMikdash, when they were standing, it was, everybody was tightly packed together. When they bowed down, there was room for everyone. And it's the same thing in our own lives. It depends how you're living. Are we living omed or are we living mishtachav? If we're living omed, it's going to be very difficult to fit in a full agenda of what Hashem wants for me and of what I want for me. It's going to be very difficult. But it's an inin of mishtachavim, revachim. Going to find time. Yeshahus bayoyim lakol. Says Rebbein there's time in the day for everything. Uzman lechud. The time for learning will be lechud, uzman tefila, ushar avoidus lechud, and the time for tefila will be separate as well. It'll be yoisur tzrichem lezar, lulmid kala poiskim, which is the next teaching in Sichas Ran that we'll do Be'ez Hashem next week. What a privilege to learn the Sefer with you. Thank you so much for taking the time to join and to learn with us and to learn with me. It means the world to me. And Be'ez Hashem, like I mentioned before, I can't give too much away. There's going to be, Be'ez Hashem, more learning opportunities that are being developed. A lot of exciting things are happening. So Be'ez Hashem, stay tuned because a lot of good things are happening. Siyat Rishmaya. So thank you. But the main thing is Liman HaPoiskim. To learn every day Halacha Lamaisa. Whether it's Kitzra Shulchan Arach, Mishnah the actual Shulchan Arach, as we'll see in the next piece, Kama Pa'amim, Lugaimram, Kama Pa'amim, Kol Yimei Chayev, have a running Seder. In Kitzra Shulchan Arach, it's something easy. Everything's been translated. There are already Svarim, uh, Sefer Sharm, Hamitsuyana Ba'alacha, on Sefer Kitzur Shochanarach. Kitzur Shochanarach is a world in, unto itself. You can finish Kitzur Shochanarach in a year. It's easy because they have it set up. It doesn't take much time. I'll tell you just in the spirit of uh, openness, I've been learning Kitzur Shochanarach the past five years, I think, every year. And it's just how much time does it take me? Maybe, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes a day? Maybe. And they have it set up and arranged so that it's just one page. One page you learn. I'll try to find it online. I could send Chavar the link if they're interested to buy this particular edition. I have it sitting right here. It looks like this. It says, HaKitzra Hayomi. Ten minutes a day. Finish the whole Kitzra Shulchan Aruch. Am I an expert in Kitzra Shulchan Aruch? Not really. I hope one day to be. But I'm learning Halacha every single day. And this is also an aspect of Tiyul. It's very light. It doesn't go into the sugyas. But you get somewhat of a knowledge in every area of Torah, in every area of halacha. It's such a sweet deal. Ten minutes, it's a no-brainer. It's mama shano. It takes commitment. It takes ratzon. It takes mishtachavim, revachim. To learn and to finish poiskim. Kama pa'amim, kol yimechayav, kamavur le'el. And here Ibn Asan himself says in the Kuti Halacha, a phenomenally important and beautiful teaching from Hilchus Kedushin. And Ibn Asan says like this, Chavar, listen to this. Kol hasvarim ha-holchim b'divrei or b'darche ha-toyre ha-kadosh b'darche All of the holy works that are going in the way of our Torah and in the way b'darche emunah ha-kadosh of the holy faith of generations past that are in the, the traditional framework of what authentic Torah Judaism has looked like just intellectually, honestly, for thousands of years up until pretty recently. 
Moshe Kibbal Tarami Sinai, Masar Yeshua, Yeshua is a Canaan, is a Canaan Malinavim. Bevadai mitzvah gedoyla lahat fisa. It's a big mitzvah to print them. Laharabai svarim kacholayam. And to continue to produce svarim and books that are conveying Torah ideas and ideals. Kichol hayam like the sand on the sea. Kichol safer because each and every safer shemadabra mi inini tayrahim baderach pshat, hoy drush, hoy remez, hoy soid, whatever it is, hoy perish, hoy beer, whether it's on the level of pshat, the simple understanding, the remez, the illusion, the drush, the allegory, or the, uh, what's the fancy word for drush? Um, there's a fancy word for it. But drush, hoy remez, I saw you, whether it's the secret element of it, I perish, it's an explanation on one of those things, I bear explanation, or a, or a commentary. All of the various kinds of svarim that are transmitting Torah, and they are all necessary. We need them. Every safer, no matter what it is, Ki kulam, like we said before, each and every one of them, medabrim, They're precious, you know why? Because each and every one of them in their own unique, beautiful way is trying to further clarify what it is that God wants from us. How it is that a Kaddish Baruch Hu wants us to act, wants us to speak, wants us to live, wants us to behave. It's very strong here. That a person should become disgusted or frustrated by the incredible increase in Svarim. Sometimes you find people with narrow eyes. Where they're always looking at things in a very constricted perspective. And they see that there are more and more svar, more and more svar. And they speak arrogantly. Like they're pained. What do we need more svarim for? What are these print people printing? More in a beer, on top of a beer, on a beer. And Mishnaburu was supposed to be the final thing. And now there are 15 svarim on Mishnaburu itself. And they speak in such a way that makes it clear that they're not necessarily in love with the Torah. Because they're saying, well, we already had so many svarim. What do we need more for? Lamalayoid. They're not speaking into, with, with clear intellect and with clarity. There's a time and place and circumstance for everything. You don't want to learn the Sefer, don't learn it. If you don't have time to learn this new Sefer that came out, nobody's forcing you. Who's going to protest? Who's going to have anything to say? You want to sit and learn only the works of the Rishayinim and you don't want to learn the Achrayinim? That's your prerogative. That's also Torah. Maybe that's your Chelek. That's fine. What should it bother him that there's more holiness in the world? Maybe there are people to whom Chasidus, for example, which is a much later development, Chasidus speaks to it. And they're saying, what do we need Chasidus for? for just for example. I'm sure that people who say this about Musr also, and have historically said that about Musr. Musr wasn't so accepted across the board right away. That was also a Chiddush. And people say, what do you need it for? 
we have the, the works of the Rishonim, say for Ayashal Rabbeinu Tam, and you have Drashas Haran, and you have the works of the, uh, of the Rishonim, don't we have enough to learn already? Well, what, are they, what are they putting out more Sfarim? It says, Reb Nassim, you, you do you. You learn what you feel you need to learn, and, 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 and laws, leave. The other people alone, because Yesh Bene Adam, he says, Sefer Daika. There are certain souls that are going to connect specifically to this Sefer. Maybe there's a Sefer that came down to the world that was only for one person. That was only for, one, for, what, for a person who would not have been able to connect to any other Sefer. You're going to be able to say and suggest that it would have been better if the Sefer is not in the world and saved a person's life. Maybe it's not for you, it could be for someone else. He says, we see with our own eyes. There are certain people who have life and who have vitality from one particular Sefer. And there are other people who like difference for him. And that's okay. Some people think, and I've spoken about this in the past, and I'll continue to speak about it because clarification is necessary. Some people think that I'm very strong. Everyone's got to only learn Hasidus, only Hasidus, only Hasidus. Let me make it very clear to you. I want the whole world to have access to the limud of Panimia Satora and Hasidus because I believe that our generation has a very particular connection with this area of limud Hatora. And I believe that Hasidus for today's generation has a better chance of being able to bring people in to an engagement with Halacha and to an engagement with all other areas of Avodah Hashem with passion and with fire and vibrancy like HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants. I do believe that. But my Iker Inyan is not Hasidus. My Iker Inyan is the princess. Which means my Iker focus, my primary ambition is to speak all the time about a Yiddishkeit that's bursting with meaning and depth and vitality. And if a person looks me in the face and can honestly tell me that they get that and people have, and I mentioned this in the past, that they get that from Rambam, and that they're so obsessed with Rambam, and it gives them such chiyas, and they're in dveikas, and avodas Hashem, and all the other things from that, matoivu manoim. It's the most wonderful thing in the world, because Rabbi Nassim says over here, yesh adam sefer I'm not going to sit and hit you over the head with the Lukut Imran, you know, for 30 years, until you like, not going to do that. There are people to whom Lukut Imran speaks to, there are people to whom the Baltani speaks to. There are people to whom Sfas Emma speaks to them. There are people to whom Masil Hisharim, that's their bread and butter. The main thing is it should be a Yiddish Kai that's Hashem focused. That's the main thing. Hasidus really came to the world to bring us back to that because they felt as if Hashem had somehow gotten, gone missing in all the other, not, not despite, specifically because of all of the other philosophizing and intellectualization of other areas of Torah. So Hasidus brings that back. But ultimately, if a person can mamish, you know, learn in such a way where it's, it's clear to you and it's clear to him that he's connected, it's dveikus and it's, and it's, and it's kvot shemayim dik and it's shechina oriented and it's bifnimias, it's nothing sweeter. Says Reb Nassim, this is a broad-minded perspective. Every person has the different thing that they're going to connect to. V'gam ba'adam echad, says Reb Nassim, even one person, an individual, he himself, yeshinuyim. There's going to be different times in his life. There's going to be different times in his year or even in his day. Bein hazman. 
Sometimes a person mamish needs to open up and that's the only thing that's going to give him hope and bring him back from the edge and give him strength to understand that Hashem still is with me and Adarab, I'm bringing to the world because of my fall and my yearning to get back up, etc., etc. And he needs that and nothing else is going to work. He doesn't want to hear from anything else. Just give me mem and give it to me quickly. Sometimes. And Rabbi Nassim says other times, Sometimes it's just not, not what he needs right now. Sometimes he needs the first parakim is heals his sharm, set him straight, clarity, what I'm doing in this world. Sometimes he needs that. Right, like we said, he's only going to get inspiration from a different place. And again, here we're speaking about a person who loves learning, a person who is obsessed with his experience of exploring the mind of HaKadosh Baruch Hu the dveikos that comes, the intimacy that comes through learning Torah, and a person who spends the requisite time exploring the Torah, because this is what he was created for, if you're going to be alacritous, I think that's a word, now it is, if you're going to be committed if you are going to be consistent, says Rav Nassim, there is time enough for everything. You're going to be able to explore much more than you would have thought. It's a lot of time. He says, like we've seen, many people, again, he's echoing what he already said in the Kutei Eitzes, a different Sefer. We've seen many gedolim sheivikim, the kama svarim harabim oy. They were experts in many, many svarim. But lamalei milmad kalvachomer meyakum says Rav Nassim, come with me and learn a kalvachomer from the non-Jews. Kiloi kilu as hatayra kedusha. They were not blessed with the Torah. That's not their inyan. V'chol inyan echachmasim beiskiel amazeh. Their whole focus is on either philosophy, philosophy of this world, whether it's political philosophy or societal philosophy or whether it's the sciences and all the different manifestations of what that is. Their whole study is with regard to this worldliness. Which is ultimately not the tachlis. So all of the study and the development and the understanding and in the mind of a, of, of a secular you know, academic home, you know, the highest, highest dream and aspiration for their children is that they can also contribute to the study of the makeup of the physical world but why are we here? Like what? Okay, very nice. So we understand more about the world, but do we understand why there is a world? Right? Have we delved into the wonder that the world is communicating by virtue of its being? But ultimately, it's Havel Varik, but this is the time that they spend. And Afal Pekin, even so, that all of their study is of a limited world. How many works do they have? Thousands upon thousands upon thousands of books on every area of science and the study of this world of Bechal Medina Medina and in every country because there are many languages. It's multiplied millions upon millions of books on science and philosophy. Did you ever have a non-Jew who says, enough, enough books on geology? Never. Never. Because the more the merrier. Because everybody's discovering more. And it's helping develop the world more. It's making a lot of people richer, usually. But hopefully it's improving the lives of people as well. Why 
So then why should we go ahead and feel uh, even more svarim? Just leave me alone already with the svarim. Why are they putting out more svarim? Chas v'shalom. How could we say such a thing? Lahakbid? To be specific and to be rigid, chas v'shalom, and to be upset over al ribu yasvarim shalat Torah kadosh asher hu chayenu, which is our life force for arach yamein ba'olam azel ba'olam abba eternally la'olam shukuli arach v'toyv la'olmi adal anetzach netzachim. Think about how many works are being written about this worldliness. Now consider, on the contrary and all the more so, how many thousands upon thousands, myriads of works need to be written out in K. It's an infinite amount. To speak about a world that has no limit, that has no end. To speak about the eternal world. To speak about matters of the soul that ultimately are enveloped within the infinite one that has no beginning and has no end. Says if you think you're going to leave on this long journey without any assistance and without packing bags and packing provisions for along the way, you'll never make it. And this world is a long journey. Rabbi Nachman described it as a, a narrow bridge, a geshert sarma ode, but he spoke about the width. But how about the length? It's a long, long journey that we take through many hills and valleys of human experience. Throughout the different areas and the ages and the stages of life, it's a long journey. And we have to pack provisions along the way. Because what works for us one year might not work for us the next year. What works for us in one circumstance might not work when things change. And things will change. That's the nature of life. And we have to pack for ourselves what's called tzayda laderach, provisions for the way. Because how easy it is to become ensnared in the distractions of this world, how much of our lives percentage-wise, think about it, it's scary. I know it is scary for me if I really think and I consider from the time I get up to the time I go to sleep, how much time is spent on things that can be essentially categorized as distraction, vis-a-vis the tachlis, right? So much distraction. Do I need to check the news five times a day? Do I need to? Is it going to help me? Is this my full-time job to, you know, to, to be on top of the news? Like, am I getting paid to do Like, what For what? For what? What's so important? Try it for a week. You'll see you'll survive. What's so important? It's so easy to become distracted. And therefore, says, How many different strategies and works that are mapping out this life, which is so infinitely complex, Infinitely complex. That we need to write every day. So that we should be able to find some sort of advice, some sort of plan to save our souls. To learn how to raise our children in the proper way. I bless us all with the blessing of children and to raise them and nurture them in a healthy way. And those that depend on us, friends, family members, to save them and to allow them to attain eternal life to draw them close to a life of Torah, to a life of Avoda. 
וגם כי העולם האומרים בשם אמר שם טוב זכר צדיק קדוש לברכה. רבי נאסן קווטס דה עולי בעל שם, the great grandfather of his master, רבי נחמן זכוסי הגן עלינו, כי תוירס השם תמימה עדיין, the פסק says that the Torah of Hashem is complete, says the בעל שם טוב עדיין, it's still complete. What did he mean? What did he mean that the Torah of Hashem is still complete? Says Rav Nassim, Ki With all of our learning and all of our incredible, incredible delving into the depth of Torah for thousands of years at this point, We have not begun to scratch the surface of the Torah. Tamima Adayin. Amazing, amazing member from the Baal Shem. We haven't begun. We have not begun. We have not yet encountered the soul of the Torah of what all the other Sfarim are trying to explore and get at. So think about how many more Sfarim we need. You can see Rav Nassim was passionate about this. He's being marich because his whole life was to print Sfarim. And if you don't think that Rav Nassim met with opposition, opposition like you couldn't believe. People telling him, what do we need? More tefillas. Lekutei tefillas, we have a sitter. We have many Sfarim. We have tefillas from Kaimon. And what do you need more, more tefillas from? Now imagine what the world would look like without, without Lekutei tefillas. I can tell you what my life would look like without, without Lekutei tefillas. Imagine what the world would look like. And this is for sure. Belisha Elah. What Urban Asen answered them. Powerfully, confidently, clearly. Why should we be any worse off than the non-Jews who celebrate every new book, thousands and thousands and billions of books? So a new book of tefillah came to the world and you have something to say about that? A new book of tefillah that, I'm not forcing you to say them, but that maybe there's someone in the world who's going who's to become close to Hashem because of this? Hashem We haven't begun. We haven't begun. All the svarim that were written until this point are a percentage of the svarim that are yet to be revealed by my children and your children and our grandchildren and great-great-grandchildren as the secrets of Torah continue to bubble up and expand and come out to the world and become more accessible through our efforts and through our tefillahs because the level of the chitzaynias ha-Torah is limited, much like the study of the natural world, even though it's parim v'ravim, makam acher, but it's essentially focused on things that are limit, that are limited. There are sugyas that are closed. The sugya of shkia. We know the shitas. It's, it's done. It's chasum. You can learn the sugya and you know the sugya. Mitzias changes. Okay. We have to go back to the principles and we have to learn new technologies and so on and so forth. But it's essentially limited. But the neshama of Torah, much like the Ein Sof of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Olam Haba, that realm that's beyond the physical world, it's endless. Panimius HaTorah is endless. Says Rav Nassim, all of the svarim written until this point are a percentage of what's going to be revealed. Al Kain says Rav Nassim, that a person should ever, ever, in any way, shape, or form make fun or belittle shum sefer ha any sefer that is written in accordance with our holy Torah. We need them all. Which is not necessarily true today, but it certainly was then, that there were different areas. And so they needed different sefarim because different areas had different limudim. 
And that's how it is that the Svardim historically had their own Chachamim and had their own approach and had their own Chida and had their own Arachayim had their own learning. And the Europeans had their learning and the Chavra, wherever they were, they had the Svarim that were able to bring them to life. With the last few minutes, let us learn this phenomenally powerful, and I mean, this is a Pella. This piece is a, it's a worth the whole shoe just for this. So I saved it for the end, but thank you for sticking with me. Says the Yelga Kaddish, Zoha to be a descendant of the Shla from my mother's side. And the, the, the Shla says like this, Ra'isi v'kibalti. Listen to this. And again, everything that we learn, I should really say this always in every share, I try to say it as often as I can, is Lilmoid Amanas Lasais. We're not just learning intellectual, nice, okay, nice teaching, a nice tire, to be implemented now, right? right? Specifically in Elul. Literally, we come off, we learned about consistency in Lemonat Tyra. Let's make, let's redouble our efforts. I know that I need to. Redouble our efforts, should learn. Chokavua every day. Should be very, very practical, very, very implemented. Rabbi Nachman didn't just want us to learn. He wanted us to do. The Iker is the Maisa. The Ratzon, the Maisa. Says the Shla. I have seen and I have accepted that even a person who is a complete an ignoramus, either he's unable to learn, he's uneducated, whatever the case may be. And such a person is very pained. The person feels pain over this. That he's not able to learn and that she's not able to learn. And they've tried and they're not able to understand the thing. Listen to this. And if such a person goes and merely reads the names of the books of the Torah. Tapella, Listen to this. Sits and says, Bereshis. It's like a story from the Baal Shem HaKadosh. You know, it's like the Aleph base. It's amazing. The Shla. Which, so much of Hasidus comes from the Shla. Beratius, Shemais, but with Gaguim, with yearning, I wish that I could know everything in Sefer Vayikra. What can I do? I can't read. Vayikra. Just read the words. Taras Koyanim, Chumash Apikudin, Chumash Mishnah Taira, different names for Vayikra, uh, for Bamidbar, Vayikra, Vayikra, Bamidbar, Dvarim. And he speaks about the parashies. Just to say the words. But with yearning. Can you imagine if we made this in Avoida once a week? Once a week. Sit down, make for yourself a list. You want safaria.com, whatever it is. It has called Tarkula. Don't open up anything. Just say the words. With gaguim. Imagine if we started our week this way, Hevra. It would be a different week. Yoshua, Shoiftim, Shmuel, Melachim, Yeshaya, Yermia, Yecheskel, Vachinkul, Ma'achakach, Shemesh, Shishis, Mishnah, Zroye, Moye, Nashim, just to say the words. Nezikin, Kachim, Taras, Shemes, Kalam, Asechta, Superkeim, Kashem, Nitfasim, Besayf, Asmag. He says at the end of the Sefer Asmag, it's written a big list. Ma'achakach, Shemes, Midrash, Sheikh, Azal, Kagoin, Rabbis, the Medrash Rabbatan, Chuma, Sifra, Sifri, Mechilta, Taras, Koyen, Medrash, Tehillim, Medrash, Mishle, Ah! Avachir, I don't know exactly what this is. Yalkut, Oid, Harbachir, Tabem, Homedrashim, Hamadabri, Misoidus, Alekus, Zoyar, Tikune Zoyar, Bahir, Upir Kemer Kava, Plia, Kane, Kayotzebe, Behu Kore Elo Hashemus, Venashi Hoshkebehem, Who Boychel, Shainam of Vinam, and he cares and he yearns and he cries. 
and he longs to be able to know them and he tries his best. But he feels broken over this that he's not accomplishing what he understands is possible to be accomplished. Us, listen to this, this finds favor in Hashem's eyes, Chevra. And he's going to merit through this, he's going to be able to understand all the words that he read. Forget about the words of the actual words, which Rabbi Nachman says in Torah, in Sichayin Vav, the names of the Sfarim. Go to Yeshua, stand in front of the Sfarim, don't take out one safer. read the Sfarim. Mishnah Torah, Tur, Shulchan Arach, Arach HaShulchan, Mamesh. Says the Shlod, there's a Tanai, that you try the best that you can financially to support those that are able to learn, because that's your Chalik. If your Chalik is not the Limud, then your Chalik is going to be the financial support. Again, each and every person in accordance with what we are able to do. Sometimes it's not financial support, sometimes it's moral support, etc., etc. Every one of us can do something. Each and every one of us was, can do something. We must do something. We were sent to the world to do something. And between me and you, we were sent to this world to do a great many things. And we are doing them, and we'll continue to do them. Be'ezer Hashem. Al-Kain, says the Shla, Ya'asakol echav luach, a person should make a list. She'yirshem kol To write down everything. Maybe it's a sweet thing that LPI should do. Maybe I'll think about that. Keep it in your wallet, keep it in your pocket, read them. That you're walking on the street. Simple. Okay, your mind is movable. You can't go into a sugya, you can't go into a piece of chasidas. You can have it just beautifully. Just mamish read it. Etc. Because he says, even those that aren't amiaretz, even those that are actually learning the content within these works, he says, I've seen Sadiqim, they're not able to finish everything. Even the Tamar Chacham, this should be for everyone because it's considered with the Ratzon, that's the Iker, as if you did it. Again, with the condition that you're not using this as a way out because you're not fooling anybody but yourself. You're trying the best that you can. But this is a wonderful thing that we should do. What a phenomenal, phenomenal teaching from the Shla. Ashreinu Chevra, Ashreinu. The Iker is the Ratzon Rachmana Liba Bayu. We're already over time. I'm going to let you all go. Thank you so much for sticking with me. Ashreinu. Mamish Ashreinu. To learn the words of the Tzaddik. To be connected to the Master of the World. To have Ritzainus Kedoshes. We're not perfect all the time, but that's part of the perfection. We're trying the best that we can. We have good, good will. We want to do Ratzon Hashem. We want to live a life of Mishtachavim, Revachim. We should be blessed with Simchas Bezer Hashem, Besuras Tayavis, Harvacha in our emotional state, Parnasa in every single area that we need. Hashem should make it so that we should feel as if we have the freedom to be able to do everything that we know deep down we came to this world to accomplish. Ashreinu Chavar, thank you so much for joining. And I'm um, just going to see there was something that was sent to the chat here. Yeah, yeah, mamish like a mantra. Yeah, yeah, but it's deeper. You know, it's sometimes a mantra, you know, could still be a little bit more on the outside. It's deeper than that because the ikr is the ratzon. You know, it's not just a recitation, but it's, it's a real, you know, it's the, it's the emotional investment that goes into it. A real basic ratzon, Rabbanu Shalom, I want, you know, I want to be able to learn all these things.
Um, but, uh, but this is a phenomenal thing. So we should be zochet to it, but more. We should be zochet to learn it, to learn everything and more. Okay, thank you so much for joining, Chevra. I wish you the most phenomenal rest of the week. Hopefully we'll see you Thursday night with our Parsha Shir. And again, stay tuned for some very wonderful and special developments. Okay, thank you, Chevra. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day or night. Kaltov, thank you so much, Chevra. Great.